0: The Sisterhood of the Rings, diving down into all Tolkien things.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Sisterhood of the Rings, the Tolkien podcast where we discuss all the lore almost no one cares about. I'm your host Maddie Bolzenius, and I'm your host Molly Tenley Straight.
0: This week we'll be discussing J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, Book Two. Chapter 6, Lothlorien. Oh, very exciting. We're finally here. We're
1: here. We're out of the darkness and into the... There's a lyric there, isn't there? I'm not sure. Out of the No, I can't think of it. It was lost on me. It was Florian on me. <laughs> <laughs> we just high five.
0: Okay, so we're so happy to be back. We have so much to talk about, like a ridiculous amount to talk about that
1: is not book-related. But yeah. we're going to like speed through it and then get to the good stuff. Do we have to speed through it? No. What if we just ruminated on it for a second? All right, Madeline, do mm-hmm. you want to talk about your Christmas gift? I feel like I should have just mentioned it. No,
0: I'm just so excited. <laughs>
1: Okay, so Molly <laughs> Molly got me a cameo video of Elijah Wood for Christmas where he's literally talking to me specifically. <laughs> it is so good. And I love him so much. And he said, oh, you have a Lord of the Rings podcast. I'm going to have to check that out. And I know that he's not going to, but I you love don't it. don't know that. I do know that, but I love it anyways. I feel
0: like he's going to listen to this very episode and be like, they're talking about me.
1: (laughs) He'll be so honored. He will be honored. (laughs) He will be honored. Us two nothings, us two one out of tens are talking about Elijah Wood right now. Or these two tens be are like, talking these are about actually Elijah Wood right the most exclusive celebrities that have ever spoken about me in a podcast in my entire life and we're like yep you're welcome Elijah Wood like <laughs> here's your career <laughs> run with it
0: <laughs> but it was a really sweet video and he just kind of rambled on about different things and his favorite
1: podcast or his friends who do a podcast it was just so he was just fun. being very cute the whole time can we and share i was it? like on our website i think we can probably you can probably watch it oh, we'll on our it. facebook page oh, we'll so- share it on on the website it was this so is her the cute. Rings. we Com. love him so much yeah we adore him also he's looking very good he looks great for a man in his 30s he's just in his 30s i think so i'm in my 30s You look terrible for a man in his thirties.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I never grew that body hair. Actually, you look wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Um. So what else? (laughs) What else is new with
1: you this week, Maddie? I mean, literally nothing. No, that's not true. It's there's literally nothing new with me. Okay. At all. That was. I am still continuing. Um, working um through uh joe biden was elected president of the united States, which is great because it's just sort of been like a game of find the treason for like four years and i'm really really tired of it and it's so nice to be able to like like literally first day in office he's like hey guess what we're yeah Yeah, he's like let's get rid of the ban from people from um Muslim majority countries, and let's just go ahead and fortify DACA, and let's just go ahead and make a lot of things go back better in that have agreement. Been- Yes, the Paris Climate Accord, which is yeah. absolutely fucking incredible. And I'm so, so happy about Way it. Way to go, Joe. But, well, OK, here's the thing, though. We are still going to criticize the fuck out of Joe Biden. But first day, like he did do some really, really good things. Yeah. And let's not diminish that. Yeah. What's what's new with you in your week, Molly? Uh, OK, so don't talk like that. Thing- don't talk like that. Oh, anymore. it's already happening. It's okay. already
0: happening. OK. We're moving. Oh, yeah. We're leaving this house that we have so loved and
1: so cared for. Care, cared for in the way of ripped it apart and crafted it into something completely different from the way that you guys got it.
0: Yeah. We're going to try to make way too much money on you it. You guys,
1: Chip and Joanna, gained the shit out of this place. Yes, we did. And now we are building a new house in Hilliard. And Nobody knows what that is. That's a suburb of Columbus, Ohio. Now they're gonna be able to find you. Oh no!
0: So the one thing I'm really sad about is that like we built this big platform in the back, which housed our pool last year. But really, the purpose of it was that we were eventually gonna have our Hobbit Hole recording studio. That's not happening
1: anymore. It's not happening anymore. Somebody else is gonna live. Somebody here. else is gonna have a Hobbit Hole recording studio. They're gonna Hole use a stage. Studio. No, they're just gonna build a Hobbit Hole recording studio. <laughs> they're like oh my god this house is incredible do you know what we could build on that platform uh-huh, a a whole recording, recording studio. studio this is amazing
0: our podcast will be great there
1: <laughs> we've got competition in the city of columbus oh no maybe we need to just burn the house to the ground just burn the whole thing
2: cast so- it into the fire <laughs>
1: Okay,
0: so uh, yes, we are moving. We're having a house built. We're very excited. We're not going to burn our house down. They oh, might. If I, have I, have a, a I have a new favorite board game, and I love board games, as you all know. Is it so, Harry Potter duel? Harry Potter Hogwarts battle: Defense Against Dark Arts. Wait, is that what it's called? That's what it's called. It's a two-person game, and it is worth every single penny. Go to your game stores, buy it now. It's fantastic. I find it to be a good game. Me and Jesse probably play it like five times a day
1: i really wish that jesse was here right now me too jesse's not here with jesse us. has actually been kind of absent like our producer and um he still recording pays the bills, engineer <laughs> <laughs> has been absent from the last couple episodes and i'm really sad about yeah, it he's been working like he, nights now yeah but he adds a certain spice that we absolutely cannot achieve on our own we very much miss him
0: but we do love that he's paying our bills thanks jesse love, love you, you.
1: Okay. Hey, Maddie, do you want to do the movie overview? No, I have to have you do the book overview because I did not prepare once again.
0: Oh my God. We have one more thing to tell you guys. What? We had our annual Lord of the Rings movie marathon weekend. It was amazing. Ooh, it was a sleepover. It was we a sleepover. We drank way
1: too much. We drank way too much. We made
0: Lembus bread. We make Lembus bread. Are you just going to repeat everything I say? Yeah. Am I? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we watched all the extended editions in sequence all weekend, and it was a lot of time on the couch but worth every single minute
1: well we also built like a bed on your living room floor with like and it was just you're making it it sound kind of sexy it does it does kind of sound sexy when I say it like that we were wearing wearing sweatshirts it was very much like okay so our our friend Cece um so Cece and I have actually been doing this marathon for probably over 10 years now and it's just snowballed into more people being involved and more people being our friend Phoebe and Molly (laughs) That's who's it. sitting right next to me right now <laughs> but
0: this week but we, this year we it was really exciting we got to share the lord of the rings the fellowship of the ring which is the book we're still on doing yes we're, st- we're still on doing mm-hmm. just say it like that with two people who had never seen the movie before oh yeah olivia, and, that, and louisa that
1: would be olivia and louisa and who so are literally fun. sitting in the room with us right now who, louisa just sat on her phone and watched tiktok
0: but olivia actually watched so major props
1: to her it, it was really fun to get to share it with a couple couple new faces I'm just saying, if you're ever trying to, like, date a white man, which, like, (laughs) sorry. But, like, (laughs) if you ever are and you'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I know three facts about Lord of the Rings. They'll be like, marry me. Marry me now. Right in this moment. You will be my elf goddess. (laughs) Congratulitos. Okay.
0: We did this. We did this. Moving on. Let's do the summaries for Chapter 6, Lothlorien. You have to go first. You
1: have to go first. You have to go first. So I'm
0: going first because Maddie uh, did not prepare. I never prepared. This is a shock. Okay. We left off and they were exiting from the Missy Mountains and from... From Khazad-dûm. And they had gone across the bridge. Sure. Gandalf dies. Very sad. Aragorn's leading them on the way to the forest of
1: Lothlorien. Didn't sound very sad when you said it like that. No, no, no. I'm really sad about
0: it. It was really heartbreaking.
1: You sound like a psychopath right now. <laughs> okay. No, look, it was like so sad.
0: If he had died and not returned as Gandalf the White, then I would be very, very, very sad. Yeah, but we he know too much. And we know too much. We so know it's too spoiled much. on us. Okay. Okay. As they're going, they have some wounds. Frodo has a wound and so does Sam. So they stopped <laughs> <laughs> to heal their wounds. Frodo has a wound. <laughs> it's, it's really Sam sad. has a
1: wound. But guess what?
0: This is in the book where Aragorn sees the Mithril this is the part This is the part and he's I like i forgot about I that did too and he's like oh, this must be from bilbo and yep. frodo's like yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah so they then once they're all healed they run for three hours straight beyond dust to escape the orcs and they enter the forest of Lorien. and legless and aragorn are super thrilled and boromir
1: and gimli are like oh fuck this. can i stop you for like one second yeah three hours of running Oof, rough town like do you got do you remember the pacer no they banned it have you not heard about this no the pacer was this test that you used to have to you like run to one side of the gym and then run to the other side you have to run as fast as you can and like the distance would get like progressively longer each time and they actually banned it from schools oh, because it was it was literally like murdering children <laughs> oh my god that's horrible and we horrible. used to have to do this as a fitness test like along with like the push-ups and the I sit-ups. remember it being called the suicide run it's the pacer yes it uh-huh. was yes <laughs> that <laughs> yes. is what it is but like for obvious reasons they can't just call it hey kids we're doing the suicide test <laughs> it has to be the pacer <laughs> but they banned right. it anyways horrible. even though they came up with a more pc name okay so yeah it sounds horrible three hours straight they're running
0: they finally find the edge of Lorien, and frodo is sensing that they're being followed uh they By stop somebody sexy they stop yeah no it's Gollum. Mm. i thought it was my boy no. Legolas sings a song at their little campsite because they stop and it's about Nimrindel, which is like an elf woman.
1: He's like, I feel like we're being followed. Why don't I just sing a little
0: song? But it's, <laughs> but it's kind of like an asshole song because the end of the song is about like how the, the world's destroyed because the dwarves dug too deep. And they woke the Balrog. He's
1: like, "Here's my song, and <laughs> Gimli, you're a fucking bitch."
0: That's literally the song in the book.
1: I love that for him.
0: Okay, so as they're sitting there resting, Haldir and the Lothlorien gu- or the Lorien guards come up, and the Galadrim. they come and they are like. What are you doing here? And they're like, oh, wait a minute. You're Frodo. We know all about your quest. And you're totally welcome here. And they're like, thanks. And that's actually like, a little
1: suspicious, though.
0: No, no, no. They're elves. No, I know
1: it's not. But, like, if it were me, I'd be like, that's a little suspicious.
0: Okay, they they climb up to their little treetops. And they have a little campsite. And they sleep up on their little treetop hideout things. So cute. And while they are sleeping up there, the... What are they called? The Gladroom. The, the Gladroom. They go down and solder a bunch of orcs. Great. Love that for them. And uh, then they're like, hey, we want to take you to meet the lady and the lord of the wood, but unfortunately, you have a dwarf with you and he's a horrible person and he's ugly and he can't come. <laughs> and they're like, we want him to come. And they're like, he's not invited. He's not invited. And they're like it specifically says on the VIP list, and he is like specifically not there. So and I'm sorry. So they go, okay, fine. We know he has to come, so we're gonna blindfold him. And Aragorn's like, you know what? If he's gonna be blindfolded,
1: we're all gonna be blindfolded. He's like the real MVP. Here. He
0: really is. So they all get blindfolded. Oh and they're then all they homies. Head off. And then Haldir eventually takes off their blindfolds, and he's like, here is this hill called Kirin. Amroth. Mm. And this is a very special hill and it's magical and wonderful. And here I thought you might want to look at it. You look like you're swimming. Thank you. Aragorn's like, Take my hand, Frodo. Let's walk up this hill together. So romantic. And then he mutters some elf language and he's like, Oh, Arwen. And then he's like, Come on, Frodo. Let's go.
1: Frodo's like you came, you took me up on this hill for you to talk about another girl. Like what the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Will
1: actually really. What Aragorn happened, is a fuck. Boy. What
0: really happened? In it's like book a, is like my heart was broken. Aragorn went to the book bu- or went to the hill, and he was like looking at it all like whimsical and mopey. And then Frodo's like,
1: "Wow, I wonder why he's like so emo right now." And Aragorn's like, "I'll tell you exactly why." Arwen. Arwen, he's like we stood together on this. No, no, that's not love. so they leave. Oh shit! Are you sure? I'm, I'm, I'm doing the book overview, so
0: okay, yes, I'm sure. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about
1: that.
0: Okay, um, and that's really it. And then it ends, and they don't actually go into Lothlorien yet. But it's really sweet. Like the whole time they're talking about like the beautiful trees and the beautiful leaves, and everything's really gorgeous. And I just love the imagery
1: in this chapter. So I was, I was really happy to get to go back and visit that. I love that for you. So. The movie overview is going to take about, mm, I'm going to go ahead and say like 27 seconds because none of that happens in the movie. It's basically like they're all crying on the hillside, right? That was the last time that we spoke. That's the last time we checked in. And then they're walking through the forest. And the tear, Frodo's tear. Well, Frodo's tear, of course. We're walking through the forest and they're walking through and Gimli is like, I have the ears of a fox and the eyes like a hawk, <laughs> and then there's a bow drawn on him, and then Haldir is like, "What does he I say? could hear you breathing. I could hear breathing from a million miles away, dwarf, dwarf or whatever. <laughs> and then they're like, "Oh no!"
0: And then Haldir is like, "It's cool, you guys are." Haldir's guys are like, cool. "It's fine."
1: <laughs> Aragorn comes out and he's like blah, 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 and they're all like Aragorn like why are you speaking Elvish to these people and he's like I'm just like being cute right now and he's talking to Haldir my girlfriend grew up he- here. <laughs> it's <laughs> fine he's like hey these are actually my buddies and Haldir is like actually like we're not super cool with the dwarf and Aragorn is like but he's actually a friend of mine and they're like okay well if he's a friend of yours then I guess it'll probably be fine that's it and then they're like yeah I mean well, oh, and, no, then, no, no. and then Haldir, yeah. Haldir is like, hey, there's actually like some creepy little dude that's been following you.
0: They have a scene where they're like
1: up in the treetops. Yeah, they're like up and in the treetops. They don't show
0: them like going up into this little thing. But yeah, they're like up in the treetops. And he's like, there's been something following you. We we couldn't we couldn't spot him or something like
1: that. Yeah. And he's like says something kind of like he alluded shady to capture. About- yeah. He like says something shady about him. And Frodo's like, I don't know. It is. And like. <laughs> It's it, but, Gollum. like, that's kind of the end of it. Yeah, like, it's Gollum. And that's pretty much uh, that entire chapter. Because you that went that over part... your
0: 27 seconds.
1: I'm fired from the podcast. Yeah, It's been really nice, you guys. Olivia, I'm so glad that we in. got it. Okay. She's gone. Olivia's up to bat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maddie, do you want to go first with your section this week? Oh,
1: yes, I will go first. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, so this actually isn't super related to the chapter that we're talking about. Neither it's they... mine. Well, okay, perfect because. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really wanted to do Haldir,
0: but, but there's nothing on
1: him. Maybe and I'm the like-
0: actor is craig parker and he is the
1: hottest of the hot he's so beautiful and And then you look up like on tolkien and it's like haldir was a dude and he was cool and that's pretty much it and i'm like wow like of everything else in (sighs) this fucking book i'm like there's like three pages on this one random queen that's mentioned one fucking time in one fucking chapter and you don't have more on haldir it's so sad because it's like you get to
0: the battle of helms deep and like haldir's death is just like Oh, it's just crushing. And you just want to just like cry. And you're just like, you're watching me. He's looking around. He's seeing everybody I'm dying. Like, like, I just want to oh, like, you love you I'm so
1: like, much. I want to braid your hair and take care of you. And I love you. I
0: know. But then you look up the research and there's literally nothing. And it's like, so, he
1: was here. He was an elf and he lived in Lothlorien. And it's like, great. Cool. Thank you. He was a guard. So instead, I decided to rip something random from one chapter. And it is from page fi- uh, 352, which is literally the last page of um the chapter of lothlórien there lies the fastness of southern mirkwood said haldir it is clad in a forest of dark fir where the trees strive one against another and their branches rot and wither in the midst upon a stony height stands Dolgoldur where long the hidden enemy had his dwelling I'm not going to read the rest of the paragraph because that's all I really need. Because guess what I'm doing this week? It's Dol Gold Door. You know
0: what? Which is really fun to say. This is really exciting to me because it's kind of bringing it back to our very first episode because you did Air- Eriador? Or- no, no, no. Is um, that what I did? No, no, no. The
1: What's the lake town called? Esgarath. Esgarath. Es-gra- Es-gra- Esgarath. Esgarath on the long lake esgarath on the long like yep 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 yep. So,
0: so what i love about this is that we're going back because like we're going back to the our roots of first just episode ripping was ripping a
1: random word from a chapter and researching that yes exactly. rather than what was related and to the chapter. things that were primarily talked about in the hobbit which we haven't read yet yes and here again i'm going to talk about something that is pretty prevalent i guess in the hobbit at least from the movies which are i can't say anything bad about them all right maddie i'm ready we, do you want to say it first?
0: Dol-go-dur.
1: Dol-go-dur. Feels good. It's very fun. Right? It does feel good. It's like. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about it for a second. Dolgoldur or the dark hill of sorcery was Sauron's like. It was like his bat cave. You know what okay. I mean? Like it was his lair. Uh, while he was performing under his drag alias, the necromancer. We love this for him. It was founded in the Third Age, 1000. It was located in southern Mirkwood. And everyone... Okay, so this is something that actually bothers me, is how long this went on before anybody did anything about it. (laughs) They were like, hey, this place is super suspicious, but like... mm, Somebody else will probably take care of it. And (laughs) do you know how long this went on? I want you to take a wager.
0: Well, okay. Year 1000. Third age 1000. Third age 1000. And I know that our shit happened in like third age 3000. So like 2000 years? 2000 years. Okay. Wow. Look at me with my math.
1: Yeah, that was really good. Thank you. High five. Really good math. But also, can we just take a minute to appreciate how fucking long that is before anybody was like, hey, there might be a problem here very long time he it's... must have
0: not been really doing anything really
1: truly bad but like he kind of was though. oh okay i mean he was just being spooky for the most part which is like bad enough
0: i kind of like it for him
1: i mean we love it for him like we kind of <laughs> okay not to be problematic but like i feel like we kind of stand sauron i just like his just forms, kind of love his different forms he's just kind of all like, over the he's place. just sort of like he has a vibe and i like it so it was constructed on the hill of Amon Lunk, which means bald hill. okay. Yep. It's and, Jesse's Hill. Yes, it's Jesse's Hill. He's not here to like hear that dig though, so now it's just mean. He'll hear it later. He'll love it. He'll love it. He's bald, bald hill, hill if you didn't know. It had once been the capital of Orifer's Sylvan Realm. Do you know who Orifer is? Lucifer. No. That is no <laughs> he is Thranduil's father and you know who Thranduil is right? Legolas's father yes so Oriver is Legolas's granddaddy okay okay yeah. so it used to be yeah his it used to be mansion. his crib okay like it. I think I'm pretty sure yeah like yeah it was his thing what happened to him well okay I'll tell you. The Sylvan elves who lived there, they fled north to the Black Mountains after Sauron's return from the downfall of Numenor. So, like, all that shit happens on Numenor. You know, like, the whole thing sinks into the sea, right? Yes, I know about that. Right. Remember I researched that? Yeah, I know. So, Sauron comes back and he's like... It's Britney, bitch. And they were like, no, like we're super mad about this. And he was like, I'm taking over your house. And they were like, OK, well, we're going to go then because like you obviously need a little bit of space here to like figure out what you're doing in your life. And Wait, so he, so like, he literally was like, I'm
0: Sauron, here I am. And they were like, okay, cool, you can just no, have this house. No,
1: that's just the way I'm portraying it. I'm pretty sure there was probably like some bad things going on. There wasn't, like, a battle as far as I know, but Sauron was like, ah, I'm here with my evil magic. And they were like, no! And so they, like, went across the Black Mountains, and, like, Sauron was being a little bitch about it, so Thranduil moved his homies to, like, a, their, like, current right. spot yeah. that they live in Mirkwood, mm-hmm. so that they could, like do their partying in peace because if we know anything about the sylvan elves they're like the hicks of the elves right mm-hmm. we learned a little mm-hmm. bit about that okay so let's flash they love forward. their banjo they do love their banjo they love they love a good banjo solo a little bit of fiddle some you solo know? red cap parties mm. love oh but like don't we all at the end of the day pickup truck here at the end eat. of all things <laughs> okay the White Council, consisting of Saruman the White, Gandalf the Grey, Galadriel, Elrond, Círdan the Shipwright, which we've never heard of. Yes, we
0: have. I know all about him. Do you know all about him? I do. We've actually talked about him multiple times. Círdan? Yeah, he lives in um, the Grey Havens, and he's kind of the master of making sure everybody gets to on their ships okay when they're gonna do you go know to the, the dying lands. Do you know the
1: one fact about him that I'm gonna say right here?
0: Is it that he's one of the ring bearers?
1: Oh, but who did he give his ring to? He gave it to Gandalf. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> he gave um naria the ring of fire (laughs) she's so So mad i was like here's a cool (laughs) fact i can't believe you talked about that and i forgot about it i don't know i
0: i think i'm just better
1: at trivia than you okay but also do you know who else is in the white council Saruman, Glorfindel. which i used Saruman is also in the white council yes but i already said him he was literally the first person that i said oh okay okay so you got Glorfindel. Glorfindel. Now, okay, I'm saying it now because I'm sure that- Stephen Colbert! Stephen Colbert made this video about him being really, really mad that Glorfindel didn't get the credit <laughs> that he deserved in the movies. Like, he didn't get mentioned at all in the movies. Oh, and my God. Hold tight. Okay. Look. <laughs>
0: Okay, we got to take a pause. Jesse just showed up. We're getting him a mic. (laughs) So happy
1: right now. Hello? Yep, perfect. He's back. He's back again. With his bottle of rum. Jesse drinking his bottle of rum. Okay, so Maddie, I'm
0: very sorry to interrupt your flow. No, 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 it's fine. You were talking about Stephen Colbert. Yeah, I was just
1: talking about... The clip of Stephen Colbert getting really angry that Glorfindel had been left out of uh, the Lord of the Rings films, which I absolutely fucking loved that did entire you, rant. Did you know the reason for the
0: rant? No. He was trying to tell. I don't know how to say these people. QA or QAnon. Yeah. He was trying to tell them to get a new hobby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love that. I love that. But the, the thing that I, I, I gleaned the most from that rant was that he was saying the name Glorfindel instead of Glorfindel is the way that I had been saying it. And if anybody would know how the word was intended to be said, it's it Stephen would be Colbert. Stephen Colbert. Yeah. And so it is Glorfindel. And I think we're going to say it like that from now on. I'm going to try. I wish I wish that we had that kind of like check for
0: every word that we say here please i i know we've mentioned this before but for listeners if we say something wrong or give wrong information please 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 just send us us a note or send us us... it's
1: not embarrassing it's not that we want to know yeah because we fuck things up all the time we fuck things up all the time so Glorfindel, Glorfindel is part of this white council and radagast the brown is part of this council as well why was he not invited to the next one what do you mean? The one with the ring. I guess he was just maybe smoking too much weed okay. at the time. That's fair. So uh, the entire white council has had this inkling for like a super long time that the creepy vibe that exists at Dol Guldur is Sauron. But the only reason that they didn't attack it is because Saruman was like... No, it's like not suspicious, you guys. Like it's totally fine. And he's like the head of this council. And they're like, okay, but like huge red flag, am I right? Mm-hmm. Huge mm-hmm. red flag. Also, I think it just goes it's worth noting that initially when they formed the White Council, Galadriel said, Hey, I think that Gandalf the Grey should be the head of this council. Mm-hmm. And everybody else was like, no, like, Saurumon, like, he's, like, a, in a higher class of wizards. Like, I'm sure that he should be the one. And she was like, well, he just seems a little sketchy. But I guess if I'm overruled. Love her. So just a little fun fact. Gandalf is on a rescue mission for Thrain II, who I'm pretty sure is Thorin's father. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So he finds him in Dolgaldur. And Thrain is also the whole, like, he is the owner of the last dwarven ring of power. Did you know that? I did know that. Okay. Did we talk about this already? No, it's just, it kind of, I it, I, you, it just stuck in your brain.
0: I mean, it was, or did like, we a talk little bit
1: in my research, so I just, like, oh my god, I'm really sorry. So I just, like, okay, read over Thrain, just a lake of like Thrain, two seconds, Thrain I read it over. Thrain does die, though, which yeah. is really the point that I'm trying to make here, because, like, Gandalf was like, here, I'm here to rescue you. And then Thrain is like, I'm going to die anyways. Anyways, Gandalf goes to the White Council and he's like, hey, my buddy died, but like I'm pretty sure like I know 100% that this is Sauron who's like causing this bad stuff to happen right now. And Saruman's like, uh, and the rest of them are like, no, 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 for sure. Like we believe your evidence. Like I feel like you have a pretty good point to back this up. So, so Saruman Sa- like Saruman- couldn't back out of that right, Exactly. Saruman at this point is like, Ugh, okay, like, yeah. And so they're like, okay, we're going to attack Dol Guldur. And this is a hundred years after the first time that they try and convince the whole, like, the whole council meets together to be like, maybe we should attack this place. And Saruman was like, no, I'm sure it's fine. He's like, yeah, I guess it's a little sketchy, but, like, aren't we all at one point or another? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, okay, I guess we can't argue with that. And then a hundred years later, they're like, okay, we should probably, like, do something about this. Fucking finally, after 2,000 years, they're like, okay. They finally attack Dol The whole White Council—they're like getting together. They're like, "We're gonna do this shit." It's great. And this attack occurs at the same time as the quest for Erebor, which is actually quite significant because if ha- if it had not taken place during that time, then Sauron could have called upon Smaug, oh fuck, the dragon, to help them in this fight wait basically so, so him and Smaug is- smaug were like bffs yeah they were like kind of dating at the time apparently
0: oh my god not really but
1: <laughs> but i like to imagine <laughs> rob is so real they're like <laughs> they were kind of hooking up at the time but smaug was like actually i had this other thing going on and sauron was like i thought you said you were gonna be over at eight and he's like i'm sorry i just like really can't hang out tonight because like people are trying to like plunder my treasure horde or whatever (laughs) so he got ghosted he got ghosted (laughs) by the necromancer (laughs) um okay so (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) you liked that one (laughs) yeah but they like totally could have teamed up and they didn't which is pretty significant but the white council they basically get together they're like donning their huge like power ranger mecha suit basically, to come in on this, like, Dol fortress or whatever. And they're fighting, and it's super amazing, and it's, like, very effective. However, I feel like almost if they had just kind of, like, left it to their own devices, it would have been better, because... Essentially what happened from them launching this attack on Dol Guldur is that they just drove Sauron out into the open. They were like, "We know you're here." And he was like, "Okay, fine, I'm here." <laughs> and he like came out. He was like, "I'm not the necromancer anymore. I'm Sauron." And he like came out like fully wearing a ball gown and he was like, "Listen, you attacked me here and I don't love that, but I am going to Mordor now and I'm going to like gather all my strength and like make all these huge armies and I'm like go after the ring now." And they were like, "Okay, we were trying to defeat you, but whatever." and so when, they just let him go I don't or did know they not, I don't like know did they necessarily not know letting, that he was escaping like I don't understand I think they just like couldn't do anything about it okay. I tried I tried to find like exactly what happened there and like it just seems like shit just happened which like sure you know okay he got away yeah again again I think that this series, I
0: feel like here, the here, series
1: should be renamed Sauron gets away Again. Okay, but, okay, let, let me just, have I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. I've been reflecting on this a lot. Sauron, <laughs> his track record is actually not very good it's It's like all these these stories about Morgoth being like hey Sauron can you like watch my place for a minute and Sauron's like sure you're gonna be gone for like five minutes and Morgoth is like exactly it'll be fine and then he comes back and the entire house is on fire and Sauron's like I'm super sorry that I let your entire fortress burn to the ground but like to be fair I did win tickets to a Justin Bieber concert and I like really really could not pass that up in the moment so like it's fine and this is the guy we're dealing with at this point. So they, he gets away. And as he's like flying off in his like little shadowy cloak or whatever over to Mordor, he's like, bye, guys. And then he's like, hey, little guy, Um, Kamul. Kamul. Oh, the Black Rider. Black <laughs> Rider. He's <laughs> yes! like the second yeah! in command to the Witch King of Angmar. He's like, hey, can you like watch my house while I'm gone? And Kama was like, I got you, homie. Like, I'm going to do probably a better job than you did when you were here. And Sauron's like, that's amazing. Super great. I'm going to go, like, drink a pina colada in bar a door. It's going to be <laughs> totally fine. And Kama's like, I got you. Okay. So during the War of the Ring, do you Kama really think
0: they're not drinking Arwen's Perfect Margarita? They're drinking Arwen's Perfect
1: Margarita. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even talked about that yet. Molly got <laughs> Jesse got Molly a book of <laughs> Lord the <speamed> cocktails, cocktails <laughs> <laughs> written by this woman who is just like like I love her so much and she is just clearly just off of her rocker. She's probably the drunk while she's writing best the way possible and there's like five recipes for a margarita in there. <laughs> one of them's called Arwen's Perfect Margarita, which we I got trash on. Yes, we did. And I love the implication there. Like, Arwen's Perfect Margarita. Like I think that we should have a whole episode where we just make, like, multiple drinks. And just sample them, though, them all.
0: The worst one was called, like, Orc's Blood. And I think it had, like, Red Bull. Oh, and... it was not
1: cute. Oh, and, like, God, none so of it was cute. What, what else was in that one? I don't even know. Oh, it was so something disgusting. disgusting. It was something, like, really Licklish. thick in there. It was, like... Tomato juice, or, like something really gross. <laughs> and, like we hate it every moment. We were like, we're not doing that. But I think we should for a whole episode. No, absolutely fucking not. I won't drink that. I'm gonna do it. Where even was I? Oh, 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 oh. We're talking about the War of the Ring now, right? Got okay, it. Okay, so we're in present time for our story, sort of. Like not exactly where we are, but kamul launches three separate attacks on Merkwood and Lorian. So is this after smog and all that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's like all Bilbo's
0: story. Okay, the War of the
1: Ring is like Frodo and our story. That's like where. So we this are. is all happening during the Lord of the Rings. Yes, sometime after our characters leave Lothlorien. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. The Nazgul are like okay, Lothlorien and Mirkwood, they're like, let's fucking fight. And he's like, I'm going to launch these attacks on you. It's going to be super cute, and you're going to hate it. And Thranduil and Galadriel are like, I don't think so. And the power of Galadriel's ring, Nenya, basically drives off all of these attacks. But during this conflict, all of the outlying woodlands get like kind of fucked up which is like sort of sad but they're woods so they'll grow back I hope each attack is thwarted by Galadriel and her ring obviously as I just said and the only one who could have actually done anything about this was Sauron at this point because she used the power of her ring to stop these attacks or whatever and Sauron like has a ring he has all these powers he's my right right so he's the only one who but he's obviously like overdoing his own fucking shit like being a big fiery eyeball like just looking a lot of work looking over things and basically doing nothing what (laughs) is he even doing because as far as I am concerned and as far as he's everyone else out, is Madeline, that's I a understand. Lot of work. I understand that he's like he's looking around. He's the overseer. He's the manager. Seems, it seems like Sauron and like all of these orc captains and urukai captains are actually like doing all of the heavy lifting. And they're like, "Hey, Sauron, what should we do?" And he's like, "Just be mean." Isn't this like, like you at whole, work? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly <laughs> like me at work. Now I get to my favorite part. On March 28th, Third Age, 3,019, in honor of Jesse Strait's birthday,
2: Woo-hoo!
1: Thranduil and Galadriel come down hard on the fortress of Dahlkaldor.
0: I love mm-hmm. that they gave you a specific date. A literal
1: date. And a literal it's date. And it's Jesse's birthday. birthday. It's Jesse's birthday. And here he is. Finally. Ooh. Ooh. Take Ooh. a shot. He just drank straight from the bottle. Okay.
2: <laughs> That's how we do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but here's, it gets even better because Galadriel herself, and I quote, threw down its walls and laid its pits bare. Woo! Yes, <laughs> Queen of <Up> Duggledore. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Absolutely yes. nothing was left after she read <gasps> that place for Phil. Fuck nothing Fuck. left. Yes, girl. She's like bam (laughs) she like kicked it with her fucking platform heels so this place was re-given the name of amon lunk i think was the name okay the bald hill the bald hill after they drove all the evil out of there destroyed yeah they were like all the nasty bitches are gone and then and it really became mm -hmm. jesse's crib yes and then kelleborn who is kellebrimborr Not Celebrimbor, (laughs) but Celeborn. Why do we always want to say Celebrimbor? It's a great name. It it is a great name. Celeborn comes in and he's like, hey, my wife went off to the Grey Havens. I'm pretty lonely. So I was thinking about like maybe starting a kingdom here. And they're like, that actually sounds super great. He was like, okay, I'm going to name it after the way that they named it before there was all this evil here and he just like has this little like kingdom in the fourth age before he goes off to the I great love havens that. yeah and he like That's ruled so there in the fourth age for a little while and it was like super cute then and he so, missed gladriel too much
0: and he's like I and he's like well, i I'll need to be like my wifey
1: you know what i mean so he like had a cute little place, though. And so I love this story because Dol Guldur ends up being actually very cute and happy at the end.
0: What and a great I story. It. I love that. Thanks. Maddie, I feel so enlightened by all of this. Oh, I love that. Thank you. So thank you for teaching me all about how the Dol becomes such a light and happy place. I feel like
1: in The Hobbit, every time they say Dol Guldur, it's like... <laughs> And I'm like, what are they saying? When I saw that movie in the theater, I'd never like seen it written out because I watch everything with subtitles. So when I go to a movie, I'm like, what are they saying the entire time? (laughs) She's kind of deaf. yes (laughs) yeah she she
0: needs the (laughs) subtitles and now i'm so used to watching them when i don't have subtitles i'm like what's going
1: on i can't hear so i have to watch things with subtitles so when i go and see a movie especially something with like lord of the rings they'll say things and i'll just be like it sounded like they were talking underwater right so like when they would say i'd be like what the fuck are they saying but now i know it's (laughs) so much more still sounds like underwater
0: Okay, I'm really excited. I feel like that was fantastic, and now I get to teach you a little bit about something that I feel branches completely in the same direction of where you were just leaving off. Are you serious? It really, for real. So it's like a
1: companion.
0: It is, without meaning to. I love that. So Celebrimbor, nope. Kellaborn went to the Grey Havens to travel off to the Undying Lands. Okay. I am going to be teaching you about the trip. Are you serious? For real? That's perfect. I don't know anything about this, so I'm very excited. I know. I'm really excited. I learned a lot of information, and
1: I really hope that I don't fuck it up. You probably will, but it'll be okay. That's why we do the show.
0: For the elves, I fear, it will prove at best a truce, in which they may pass to the sea unhindered and leave Middle-earth forever. Alas for Lothlorien that I love. It would be a poor life in a land where no melorn grow. But if there are melorn trees beyond the Great Sea, none have reported it. <sighs> Such a sad, sad little quotation.
1: Oh, I thought you were still reading the quotation when you did the no, big sigh. No,
0: no, it's just page 349, by the way, I should mention that. Oh my God, it's so sad. It's Haldir and he's talking and he's like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to leave this fucking place and I'm gonna miss the Mallorn trees and but I have
1: gotta go. I know it it kind of it's one of those things where I feel like when the elves talk about like going to the Grey Havens they're like, We're gonna leave behind everything that we love and everything that's beautiful and go to another place that's fine, I guess. And I'm like, But why are you going? Okay,
0: but that is what I'm gonna teach you about. Oh, excellent. Wait, like, okay. Aren't
2: the Grey Havens supposed to be like amazing and beautiful? And yeah, so I guess they're supposed God to be heaven. But I,
0: I feel like, like they listen. don't do
1: a very accurate job at like portraying that. I'm going to discuss that. And
2: can't they take some seeds from these trees?
0: Hey, friends. Yeah, take some seeds. Hey, friends, how about you let me just do my goddamn section? Okay. Well, sure. why don't you do it then? Yeah, sure. All right. So I am obviously doing the journey to the Great Beyond. The Great Beyond? That's the name that I've just given it now. The Grey Havens? No, the Grey Havens is the port.
2: Are we going to Jurassic Park?
1: So Valinor? Valinor. <gasps> the journey to Valinor. Not Valinor, not the Grey Havens, but the journey from point A I'm to just point doing, B. Yeah, exactly. I'm doing I the whole that. the whole little the whole puzzle thing.
0: pieces all clicking together. Okay, I'm gonna start with a couple trivia questions. Oh, I love this. Do you know the continent that Valinor is located on? Australia. Yes.
2: <laughs> My guess was Antarctica.
0: It's called Amon.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. wait. Do, do, I remember we, that. Are we
0: understanding the Korra reference here?
1: Amon. <gasps> oh! <laughs> evil. <laughs> Bad.
0: Yeah, but not actually. But, he's not, but it's not actually evil here. No, Amon's really good in, um, in Lord of the Rings. Cool. Okay. Do you know... The city, that's the port city in Middle Earth. Grey Havens. Yes. (laughs) Do you know the island that you first meet when you head to Amman? Numenor, but it's under the sea. Incorrect. Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you don't know a lot. Okay. So this is great. I got one out of three all right i were, feel like i know 30 33 percent of the information okay do you know no you're not gonna know any of this i'm just gonna teach you because it's just a lot yeah stop asking questions just teach
0: all right so i'm gonna walk you on a little journey okay we are kelleborn and we are heading on our journey i love this i'm in his shoes already yeah we're heading on our journey to go to valinor okay Right. So we leave Mirkwood and we travel to the Grey Havens and we arrive at the Grey Havens and we get on a boat. Is it like a motorboat? Is it like a pontoon? Sailboat. Sailboat. Cool. We put on our little popped collars and our boat shoes, our Sperrys, and we're just like <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> we sail off.
1: But we go On the Lost Road. What's the Lost Road? All right. I got you hooked (laughs) now. I got you hooked. What's that? All right. Now, long, long ago,
0: take your mind back to the war and destruction of Beleriand.
2: Oh, my God. You said it right. I know. I'm so proud of you. I've really been practicing. I wish we had an air horn. Can you add that in later, Jesse? We can do that in post-edit. Okay.
0: Okay, so we're taking it back to the time of the destruction of Balerion. And during that time, the world looks very different than it does now. Okay. When the world was created by Eru Elivatar, it was one big world and there was different continents. So there's the continent of Amman, and there's a continent of Middle Earth. Okay. And in between is the ocean of Belagar. Yeah. Belagar. Care. Sure, can Something I say like that? B E L E G A E R. Belagar? Belagar. Okay. okay. So the ocean separates the two. So the war happened, and we all know because of previous episodes that to reward the Numenorians, they created this island in the middle of this ocean. Right. So to the east we have Amon. To the west we have Middle Earth, and in the middle we have Numenor. Okay. Right. Previously, it was completely cool for trading, okay? So the elves... And the Valar and the numenorians they're just like trading back and forth. Everything's going good. They're transferring trees. They're giving white trees. They're giving all this shit.
1: They're just like <laughs> doing their <laughs> thing. Isn't that like so weird, though, to imagine like a time where you're just like, yeah, we just trade with the
2: gods. It's cool. Yeah.
1: They're just passing shit back and forth.
0: Everything's going I well. I love that
1: for Aren't them. they really
2: more like demigods, though?
0: Jesse, no. No. Ca- yes, yes. You're right. Yes. You're right. Yes. Shut up. Okay, so
1: <laughs> you
0: wanted him here why so we badly and now here. you're saying shut up to
1: him. <laughs> That's why I wanted him back
2: here. Okay, You told me to shut up too.
0: Accurate. <laughs> so then we go. Okay, so everything's good. Everyone's trained back until Sauron comes and corrupts the God, Numenorean. He's
1: such a and
0: bitch. And gets corrupted yeah. and he's like, I want eternal life. I'm going to go and attack The Valar. The Valar and try to get eternal life. Also, side note, I just learned, even if they had, they can't be granted an eternal life. Yeah, it was was folly. It It was was a a fool's errand. It was just completely stupid. There's literally no reason to do it. Okay. So during this lovely time, though, before everything got fucked up, there was this floating island called Tol Erisei. E R E S S E A, but the E has little dots over the top. Eresia Iressia, Toll Eresia. and this little floating island was used by the Vala Olmo yeah. to transport people Elmo. back and forth. Olmo. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it was really cute. He would take this little island and he would like go over and pick up some elves, yeah. and then go back over and bring Sounds them back a
2: little to
1: bit Valinor. Like the turtle.
0: I
2: got yes. to it a lion, lion turtle? turtle. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say. That's I was thinking, I was gonna say. too. Yeah, We've yeah,
1: got yeah, a little bit of an yeah. Avatar crossover here. I mean, it could be. We don't know. It they could didn't say, be. but like, I feel like it
0: could be a lion turtle. They, they didn't it's say it wasn't.
1: Yeah, they never said that it wasn't a lion turtle, so I'm going to say it is a lion turtle. Absolutely. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Yes.
2: <laughs> That's what our next podcast is going to be about.
0: Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. So the turtles going back and forth, picking up elves and bringing them back over to Valinor. Because if we've learned anything, it's that they like the elves and they
1: hate the men. Yes. Okay. So they're like, here's an Uber service for you guys and fuck <laughs> the men. Okay. It only went back twice, but basically it did. It was called the Lonely
0: Island. And then eventually what happened? Oh, Toll saying Hold on.
1: Hold on. Why? Ain't the Lonely Island that Lonely thing. Island, boys? Isn't, isn't that the thing that fucking... Oh, it's exactly Andy what you're talking about. Andy Samberg, yeah. And <laughs>
2: the Lonely Island, boys? What are you guys talking about? The Andy song, Samberg, Jizz in My Pants? And
1: those, like, yeah, and also, like, I threw it on the ground. You know what I'm talking about?
2: No. And the precursor <laughs> of that all was Dick in the Box. Are you kidding me? You
1: have not seen the songs from the Lonely Island. Look, oh, my God. Look, I have... Have had children for 10 years? This is, but this is... Sweetheart. Previously, this is more than 10 years ago that the Lonely Island was active. All
0: right. All right. It's gone. It's it, It's gone. It, this it, is a shame. We'll shameful. catch you it's up later. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. But anyways, yes. It's called the Lonely Island. <laughs> Tol Irsay. And eventually what happened was Olmo rooted it. And now Aman is a crescent-shaped continent... And Tol Erisei is like right in the very center of the crescent. So if you imagine like a fits right in.
1: Fits right in. Like the, the symbol that represents represents Islam? Yes.
2: Yeah, like a star, star inside crescent? the moon. Yeah. Pretty I much like that. that.
1: But it's not a star. Actually, Numenor was a star, wasn't Numenor it? Numenor.
0: Wa- <gasps> Numenor is
1: what I called Numenor. it. N- <laughs> Numenor. <star. laughs>
0: Numa star was a star. Yes, it was. Okay. Basically, we have now an island that's rooted there. Everybody's happy. Everything's great. We have some really amazing cities there. So we have El Quande, sure, which is the port city. Yeah, we have Valmar, which is the the main city, mm-hmm. and then the whole region is Valinor. It is built surrounded by the Pelory Mountains, which protect the whole region, and it's just. Really fantastic. El Damar is the whole region. Okay. Okay. So we have this beautiful area that we have created and that is where they're eventually going to go. In the harbor of El Qualonde. Oh, cool. Yep. Yep, that one. It's called the Haven of the Swans. And it was created by the Teleri Elves. The Teleri Elves were actually the third elves to leave Middle Earth. They first came to that little tiny island that told Eresse, And then eventually Olmo convinced them to go over to the mainland because he's like, You're welcome. It's gonna be great. That's we so love cute. you here they eventually go over to El Elcolanday which is the port city and they okay. make a new little town there. Now this town is fucking beautiful. This is the Tellery elves? The Tellery elves make this. Make this. Town. Okay. And it's very close to Valinor and like all these other beautiful things. So it's all elves and Valar and like it's just fantastic. Everybody okay. has what they need. It's protected by this mountain range. Like everything's perfect about okay. this place. So you enter, oh, okay, you're on your boat, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're trading at this point. Remember, this is way back when. Everything's sure. good. Yeah. Okay. You're a Numenor. Everything's great. You sail in and you go in this stone archway, this natural archway. Mm-hmm. You go through there and the whole beach is littered with gems. What? Noldor elves gave them all these gems and literally the whole beach has gems scattered. The whole like just beach. for fun. Just for fun. And all the buildings are built... Or decorated with, it's hard to say because we weren't really there, mm-hmm. with pearl. Now, can we just take a minute to picture this? Every building made or decorated with pearl. Gems littering and scattered all over the beaches, a natural stone archway, a harbor with all these lights, and it's called the Haven of Swans. So all these
1: boats are like shaped I like swans and beautiful. I would just like to say that Bruno Mars would love this town. Oh, it's like he'd be like, Ooh. lucky for you, that's what I like. That's what I like. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's just fucking beautiful. Literally, I mean, they had gorgeous. Joanna Gaines come in and design this whole fucking town. <laughs> Chip, they did not invite. No, he came in for they Demo were like, Day. They I'm he honestly like, like buddy, sure. this is not like you, <laughs> you're you here for Demo Day. <laughs> Okay, I made that joke first. Why did you laugh when he said it? I didn't hear you say it. I reinforced I it. it. I
2: said he was there for Demo Day for sure. I several. literally said it first. You're I in know. my duffer. ear. I, was, I take the credit. Actually. I was supporting you with it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everything was good until our Farazhan came and attacked these motherfuckers. Oh, okay.
2: he's
1: so annoying. So
0: they had to make a big change, right? Okay. Because once this happened, they couldn't just keep having people sail and attack. That would just keep happening, right? Mm-hmm. So, Abraham Livatar stepped in. And he sliced the Earth, motherfucker.
1: Sliced it. What do you mean he like, sliced it? Like, Bill
0: style. He cut that
2: bitch.
1: Cut the bitch in The Earth? earth. The
0: Earth. The, the whole bitch earth. The bitch is the Earth? The Middle Earth. The whole... No. No. No, no, the no. The no, fucking no. Earth.
2: The whole planet.
0: He just, like, karate chopped it. The whole Earth, karate chopped the Earth, separated in two. He took a mon and he put it up in like an astral plane. What? Like he literally? He put it on the
1: astral plane? I don't really know what that means. Okay, that's like the, the existence between like life, death, astral plane, here, ghost exists on the astral plane.
0: I feel like that's accurate then because he literally put it in a parallel universe. Yeah, that would be the astral plane. Yeah, that's literally what he did. And then he took Arda. What's going on?
1: I, it's just this is so confusing. Okay, okay.
0: He took Arda, which is the Earth. Yeah. And he twisted it into a sphere.
1: Twisted into a sphere. Okay.
0: So now we have a sphere, and the only continent that is really important here is Middle Earth. So if you would leave and sail from the Grey Havens, if you're a normal man. You would just sail and hit Middle-earth on the other
1: side, on the east. Grey havens, and then you just hit Middle-earth. Yeah. Yep. This is confirming my worst fears right now. Continue. Okay. So he literally transformed
0: the whole world. And now the only way to get to the Grey Haven, or I'm sorry, the only way to get to Valinor is to take the straight road.
1: From the Grey Havens which is like from one point to another
0: it has many names are you ready yes the straight road the straight road the straight way the straight way the straight path the straight path those are all my favorites because that's my last these name these
1: actually all sound very heterosexual that's I'm feeling very attacked I think right all yeah. okay. that's really more. Not two more two more is it Lost? the queer road yes <laughs> the queer road
0: the gay straightaway <laughs> The pray the gay away? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
2: pray the have gay that. Wait, is, there
0: a,
1: is one of them actually the queer road? No. God damn it.
0: The lost road and the last road. Wow. Okay. These are known as the invisible bridge. And these literally transfer you to an alternate universe. Fuck. So this is so important because this whole time I'm picturing like you get on a boat you sail over to Aman or to Valinor. Why can't you just sail back? Well, you're literally fucking going to an alternate universe.
1: Yeah, but why can't it work the other way?
0: It just doesn't. Aru Lovatar made it so that you go on this you can straight go back. road so that you go and have eternal life
1: there forever. Okay, but if a drop of water exists on the silk of a spider... Can it only go one way, or can it go both? It can go both. So why does it only go one way?
2: It's like a black hole. Everything goes in, nothing comes out.
1: We don't know that,
0: though. Jesse is saying truth here, Maddie. We don't know that. They physicists
1: literally say we don't know that for sure.
2: All right, Matter Natty, doesn't come I'm get, out of a black to be hole, with energy you. is released from a black hole.
0: There is one person who has come back. You just
1: said energy is released. Listen
0: to me. I'm sorry, what? There is one person who has come back. Is it Lady Gaga? Yes. Wow. How She's, did you know? She was born this way. No, actually, for real, though, in the Tolkien universe, there actually is one person. Who is I it? just didn't research it, so...
1: You don't know who it is? <laughs> I read that there's one person. You literally just said there's only one person who comes back there and you didn't fucking find out. There wasn't a link, okay? <laughs> None of you heard any of this because we're going to cut it out, but we did spend at least five or six minutes of us searching on the internet to try and find who was the one. It was two
2: minutes. It was only two felt minutes. felt like so
1: much longer. That's
2: the problem with silence in a podcast. That is the
1: that's the problem somebody can tell us I'm whoever sure figures it out
0: somebody and messages us privately we will venmo you five dollars venmo five dollars it's a deal i'm shaking your hand on this right now shake 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 shake, shake, shake. shake. i'm if also if you that's figure a it out shake. and you let us know i'm gonna venmo you five dollars or yeah, cash app if you prefer cash, out.
2: cash <laughs>
1: app we can do as well it'll Either probably one. come from me let's be honest that's totally fine I I loved that Molly though. That that was like a real. There was so much knowledge that you imparted. Is that a word? Imparted. Yeah. I thought it was beautiful. I loved every second of it. I love. Okay, the thing that actually kind of surprised me is that Valinor. When I think of Valinor, I think of just sort of like this nebulous, like it's a very nice place. It's like when you think about heaven. When you think about like Christian heaven. And it's just like here's clouds, and everybody exists there. That's what I thought of when I thought of Valinor. But Valinor is actually like here. We have this like super cool city, and like let me show you around to like my favorite coffee shop. And like here is the bar where Girl, we go to on we Friday can do nights. A it's nother episode
0: Because there's literally like five other cities that I didn't even research.
1: So, we should do like a whole. Maddie, episode who on did Valinor. you say
2: it was earlier? Did, did I say Fanor or oh, Rendiel? No. Fanor. Yeah, was well, so it, it was more? Not no, no. It was. So, so this this is what I'm seeing. I'll I'll read what it says. There has only been one instance in which elves have returned to Middle Earth in a similar manner, as told in the Silmarillion, the Book of Lost Tales. Phaenor, the High King of the Noldor at the time, felt that the Valar were holding the elves in Valinor, and in his opinion, without their consent, he argued that the elves should be able to go and explore the other lands as they pleased. He also wishes for revenge upon Morgoth, the traitor Vala, who slew his father and stole the three powerful jewels, the Silmarils. In his wrath, he steals the ships of the elves from the havens, many of whom he and his company slay in battle, known as the King Slain of Aqualand. In this manner, he and his followers sail across the sea to Middle-earth.
1: Feanor. I remember, I I did an episode, uh, I don't know which one it was, but I said we were going to talk about Feanor a little bit. So don't say anything else because I feel like there's a lot more on him.
0: Okay, that's actually still else. not the name that I was thinking of. There's still but a different person, and this was after Arealivator already moved. To be fair, Amon. To I, like think a I
2: think you're wrong. I think I was gonna say no, no, no. To be I'm fair, because this happens. I think it's Fanor. I think this happens before it was in a separate plane. But this is the only thing that I found.
0: Thank you, Jesse. I will find the other information and I will fill you all in, or somebody who wants $5. I'm going to fill you all in. I want $5. I'm going to try to find it first. No, you don't (laughs) count. Maddie, it's time for your favorite quotation. Okay.
1: My quotation is from page 350. When his eyes were in turn uncovered, Frodo looked up and caught his breath they were standing in an open space. To the left stood a great mound covered with a sward of grass as green as springtime in the elder days. Upon it, as a double crown, grew two circles of trees. The outer had bark of snowy white and were leafless but beautiful in their shapely nakedness. The inner were mallorn trees of great height, still arrayed in pale gold. High amid the branches of a towering tree that stood in the center of all, there gleamed a white flat, at the feet of the trees, and all about the green hillsides, the grass was studded with small golden flowers shaped like stars. Among them, nodding on slender stalks, were other flowers, white and palest green. They glimmered as a mist amid the rich hue of the grass. Over all, the sky was blue, and the sun of afternoon glowed upon the hill, and cast long green shadows beneath the trees beautiful that
0: was so
1: beautiful (laughs) i literally just
0: like looked down and was just envisioning everything while you were
1: talking oh my god i want to be there he is so good it's just it's one of those things that before we had started reading these books something people would say to me they were like oh you're gonna read tolkien like he really gets into the description it's super annoying I fucking love it. And then I find these paragraphs where I'm like, it's the most beautiful description. And it's so it just paints such a vivid picture. And it's so wonderful. And so like meditative and specifically this chapter too. It's very descriptive. It's all about the beauty of nature. Yeah. And I, I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. I do
0: too. My quotation is on page 335. And the reason I chose this quotation was because I really feel like it is a good description of how the Fellowship has bonded together.
1: Oh, I'm excited.
0: For some time, Frodo and Sam managed to keep up with the others. But Aragorn was leading them at a great pace. And after a while, they lagged behind. They had eaten nothing since the early morning. Sam's cut was burning like fire, and his head felt light. In spite of the shining sun, the wind seemed chill after the warm darkness of Moria. He shivered. Frodo felt every step more painful, and he gasped for breath. At last, Legolas turned, seeing them now far behind. He spoke to Aragorn. The others halted, and Aragorn ran back, calling to Boromir to come with him. I am sorry, Frodo, he cried, full of concern. So much has happened this day, and we have such need of haste that I have forgotten that you were hurt, and Sam, too. You should have spoken. We have done nothing to ease you, as we ought— though all the orcs and Moria were after us. Come now, a little farther on there is a place where we can rest for a little. There I will do what I can for you. Come, Bormir. we will carry them. Oh, And I just really loved that it showed all of the other members caring for the well-being of each other and Legless spotting that they were injured and being like, here.
1: Like, yeah, Legolas is like, hey, homie,
0: <laughs> these ones aren't doing super good right now. And then, you know, like in the movie, it does not uh, at all show the scene. But like, especially mm-hmm. like Aragorn's like, get them up. Like, we got to go. We got to go. And that's kind of it. And then but this Boromir, is really that's like... That's
1: like one of those moments in the movies, though, that I nah, love where I Boromir is. It is like, a really sweet them moment. Give a moment for God's sake. It and- is a really
0: sweet moment. But I do love that it's just different in the book. You just get a it different is. version. And it's much more like oh shit like they really trudged on and they really tried and they
1: really just needed that they needed a to break calm down they needed so, a break but they needed all yelled. pairs of eyes like on deck yeah to be able to catch that I
0: mean and I don't think the movie shows this at all but like in the book it's really clear this is a really fucking dangerous time like that yeah. journey between the Missy Mountain and the entrance of Lothlorien like that's a really dangerous time at any point if they were to get attacked I mean, they probably all would be dead.
1: Yeah, they're, like, super out in the open. They're all weak. They're all injured. Well, and even that journey into Lothlorien is kind of dangerous because, like, it's sort of spooky woods, you know? Right. And they don't know that the elves are going to, like, necessarily trust them. They don't them, know Elrond sent this
0: message ahead. Like, right. they don't exactly. know if they know to expect them. They don't know. It's very Yeah, unknown. there's a
1: lot to unpack there. Yeah, I love so, that quotation. Yeah, it's really It
0: was very good. It's a really deep and emotional part deep where they're they're bonding together and you
1: get that character development, which everybody needs. I just I love that Legolas is like he's watching. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Sisterhood of the Rings. Join us next time for an always unexpected journey into all things Tolkien. You can find us wherever you listen to your podcasts and please visit our
0: website, rings.com, and like our Facebook page, The Sister Heart of the Rings
1: Podcast. If you like what we do, please subscribe and review us. If you hate what we do, please leave us alone and turn your rage into a productive hobby, like taxidermy. See you next time, you gorgeous nerds. The intro.
0: It's, it's
1: a sister. Right of the ring. Of the Diving down, down into, into all talking things. Is that really how we're doing it?